Okay, welcome back to Cool Club's headquarters here in Scottsdale. Today we have Spencer Reynolds, who is the product and brand manager for Fujikura. Welcome. Thanks for having me on. Pleasure. We are also graced by Mark Timms, our CEO and founder. And we are hoping to pick your brains today about Axiom. Sounds good. Well, tell us about it. I haven't even led into what it is. All right, you want? I'll give, I'll give you the full story. We got time. Um, so, Ventus is uh, continually one of our best performing and best selling products. You know that that Fujikura has made, and we continually see success at the tour level every week, and we see a lot of success in, in club fitting bays. And it's a product that we're very, very proud of. And a lot of the longevity of that product comes from the technology that's inside of it, right? So one thing that's kind of synonymous with Ventus is VeloCore technology. And it's a proprietary Fujikura technology that enhances accuracy, consistency. We see distance boosts. We see uh, better results on mishit shots, better results on overall shots. So it's a key tech in that product. And, and the question kind of came to us after we added some additional profiles. We added a hybrid shaft. Everyone said, well, when can I get a Ventus iron shaft, right? So that was that was kind of the catalyst for this. And that's something that we had already sort of talked about and wondered how we could do. Um, and the truth is it, it took some time to do it right. And we were very cognizant of the fact that if we put that tech on any product, we want to be sure that that product does what we say it will do. And that was a little bit of an interesting challenge when we, we put it into irons. We're not just looking at you know, what can this do off the tee? We're looking at a very specific and large part of players' bags, and players have very specific things they want to do with irons. It's sometimes a little bit easier with drivers, right, because all anyone wants to do is they want it to go far and straight, right? And we can do that. But when you talk about irons, we're looking at a lot of different factors. We're really taking a lot of things into account, like descent angles and landing angles and launch and spin and bend profile and, and all kinds of different things. So it was a little bit of a labor of love, um, but we're really happy to say that that we pulled it off. Um, we've been testing this product for a little over two years. This has been in development, and uh, we're psyched. We're, we're, we're pumped about it. Well, I think it's exciting. I think, you know, uh, I see it a lot during fit-ins. People come in and say, oh, I've got the Ventus in my driver. And even me as a fitter, I say, oh, is it is it the VeloCore option? Yeah. You know, because yeah, yeah. It, it makes a difference to me sure. just to know what they're playing, right? Sure. So it's going to make a difference to the client picking this product up to know that you see the little tag on the on the tip section there that says VeloCore. Like that's the sell point. It's okay. This has got the same good stuff that the that the wood line that the hybrid line's got in it, right? Absolutely, that's the secret sauce. Without uh, uncovering it all, can you give <laughs> us an idea on what that secret sauce is? Yeah, I give you. I can give a little peek under the hood. Shafts are always funny because they're they're something that uh, it, all, all the text hidden inside, right? They they all just kind of look like graphite tubes, but. Uh, when you talk about VelaCore Tech, that is a proprietary blend of uh, high tonnage and, and pitch 70 materials that run the full length of the shaft. And essentially what that does is it creates an incredible amount of stability in the profile. And that's where we start to see boosts in MOI and we start to see better results on mishit shots as there's a lot of resistance to twist on mishit shots. We see a, a lot better accuracy and boost in performance. Um, but that, that's sort of the inherent secret sauce is that material integration uh, runs throughout the length of the entire shaft and it, it builds an incredibly, incredibly stable platform. And now on top of that, we can vary bend profiles as well. So if we have a really stable platform, now we can design a shaft around that where we can make shafts that are softer in the handle section, stiffer in the handle section, stiffer in the tip, softer in the tip to manipulate ball flight and performance. Uh, but that just gives us a good baseline of knowing that this is the most stable platform we can build off of and then we can, we can tweak and, and run the gambit. I'm assuming that VeloCore is maybe used slightly differently in an iron to a driver. Obviously, the driver, you get, you know, your inch and a half, inch and a quarter, whatever, inserted into the head. Sure. And an iron, you might have, you know, different insertion depth, but plus you're driving it into the turf in most cases. Correct. Yeah. Maybe, do you need it in different sections of the golf shaft? You do. And, and, and this design in particular is interesting because uh, we've broken it out into 
three different parallel sections. There's a long piece, a mid piece, and a short piece. And so your long is for a two, three, and four iron, and then you have five, six, and seven in the mid, and then eight, nine, and wedge in the short. What that allows us to do is we are tipping within each section no more than an inch. So there's not a lot of material removed from the tip of the shaft. That allows us to integrate more material further down towards the tip, and that's where we can enhance stability and, and let VeloCore really really shine. And so if you look at something like a, like a Vista Pro or a Pro Iron, which we have, they, they run off a two iron blank and you have a, a large parallel section that's going to get removed, right? Because you're tipping that as you go through the set. So basically the, the shaft is shrinking at both ends. So from a design standpoint, you don't want to put too much good stuff in the tip that's only going to be in, you know, your all. four, five, and six, right? <laughs> right, right? And then you don't want anything that's that's not premium material because you need it to perform where, where you're not cutting as much off. So um, that allows us some flexibility versus a two iron blank. It helps us hit constant weight throughout the set. Um, we can actually manipulate where we lay out flags and where we lay out material to sort of hit that constant weight as we start to trim down. And, um, you know, at, at the at the dealer level, it um, it reduces skew count quite a yeah. bit. Yeah. Um, and we're not sacrificing, you know, definitely we want to be cognizant of that. We wouldn't have done it if it sacrificed performance or if we couldn't hit the metrics we wanted to. But, you know, it was a fun way to, fun challenge to try to do both. And uh, we're, we're, we're happy we pulled it off. So with, with the three blanks, basically, so you've got you know, your, your short irons, your mid irons, your yep. long irons. Yep. So, I, so I assume it's kind of a flighted deal, too. So you've got bit, the long yeah. irons go up a little higher. Yeah, yeah. Um, and your, your short irons go lower. And general. we'll, so we'll yeah. start to see that be contingent on player, as you well know. Like every player, right, right. Everybody's every player's a little, a little bit different, different yeah. right? Um, and that was one of the challenges here was, you know, one thing that we know sort of when you look at essentially at, at larger iron chassis, you know, lofts are not really getting any weaker. No, no. Yeah, they're kind of going the other way. No, and we're just, just short of six wedges in our back. <laughs> right. So, and, and, and kudos to uh, club manufacturers because they found some tremendous ways to, to, you know, work in unison with those strong lofts. You know, they can move CG at right. tungsten. They can do things to make the ball go up in the air. So we are very aware of the fact that we're a component of the golf club. You know, our piece doesn't work without a head and a grip on it. So right. our job is to make sure that our piece is as consistent and as complementary as possible and so when you look at that in an iron profile, it becomes a little bit of a question of, well, do we really want these to be high launch and high spin, or do we want these to be sort of middle of the road, or do we want to, you know, capitalize on that kind of distance customer? And there was a lot of testing that went into that. And one of the coolest tests that we did was we have seen players um, have some higher peak heights and some steeper descent angles and a little bit increased spin with Axiom, which we love to see. Now, I wouldn't say that that's inherent for every player. I wouldn't say they're designed to be higher launching, higher spinning, but we saw that right. with higher ball speed players. And a lot of our testing um, is done indoors. So with Axiom, we definitely had to do a tremendous amount of outdoor testing because to your point, we got to see how they feel going through the turf. We got to see how players respond to them. We got to see how they perform on the golf course on three quarter shots, half shots, right. all those kinds of things that went into this product. Um, so one of the coolest tests that we did is we actually purposely went out on a windy day and hit straight into the wind with high ball speed players. And we didn't see any sort of ballooning or loss of distance or increased dispersion. And uh, we had this moment where we're like, all right, this, this can work. This is good. I think you've touched on something I wanted, I wanted to pick your brains about too. You said, you, you know, you uh, recalled Fuji Pro, your pre previous or one of your previous graphite iron shows. Yeah. What would drive someone to buy a Fuji Pro because that's staying in line over a, an Axiom or vice versa? Like, what, who are the ball flight characteristics or speed characteristics? Yeah, the, that's a good question. And the cool thing about the Pro line is we have a tremendous amount of options, right? There's a lot of different weights and flexes within the Pro line. Um, but I think ultimately it comes down to what a player is seeking as far as performance. And I think, um, you know, the uh, Pro is a fantastic product. It fits a wide array of players. We think Axiom does that as well. Um, 
Axiom's just got a little extra secret sauce to it, you know, and I, I think that's going to come down to uh, player preference, uh, what that player sees in the fitting bay. Honestly, we just wanted to make the best product that we could, and then we can just give that option to our fitters, to our players, and say, let's see where things fall. Because yeah. if this doesn't fit you, we feel really good about every other option we've got to. So any product we add to our catalog, we always want to enhance and get better and get better and take the things we learn. But everything we got is pretty good. So without uh, putting words in your mouth, it's it's a higher end product. It's a it's a you know it's someone who's not afraid of spending a bit of cash on on the iron shaft. It's a pricey piece. Yeah, okay. it is. And um, the thing about that is we are really confident that the performance is commiserate with the yeah, price. People the don't mind spending the money that really works. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah for sure. Self-included, right? And, and it's got this launch platform, right? It's got VeloCore behind it, which everyone's all, yep. all jacked up about already. So it's, Yeah, it's good. It's ready to roll. It's really, it's, it's, it's good. We're proud of it. I think we're seeing a big transition. You know, maybe Bryson started it, maybe not. But, you know, uh, graphite iron shafts for stronger players have become a big topic, right? Yeah. And I think it's, it's... A, especially for being in a fitting bay, uh, learning all over again. Like, what does weight and flex do in a graphite iron shaft? It doesn't behave the same way as I believe it does in steel. I don't know if Mark agrees you, with yeah, that. Yeah, well, you've got a lot more flexibility out with graphite. I mean, I, I was thinking, you know, probably 30 years ago, eventually we'd all play graphite in our irons because yeah. other than the expense of them, you know, you got a lot more you can do with it, obviously. You know, yeah. steel is just one material. You can change the wall thickness and you can change the diameter. Mm-hmm. And that's about it. Where in graphite, you got all kinds of options to do things. So for you can sure. actually design different shafts for, you know, in a whole set. I mean, have you done that in there? You've got three different basic yeah. blanks. You know, every um, 10 so. years, we say we're 10 years away from... Yeah, that's about right. Exactly <laughs> right. I mean, all over the PJ Tour. But it's starting to happen. I feel like we've seen a jump last well, two years. Well, you've definitely seen it on the ladies' tour, right? I yeah. mean, that, that's dominated by graphite now. And that wasn't 10 years, 15 years ago. So, you know, yeah. like slowly they'll start creeping in. Now, it's a, it, if we even look at this kind of chronologically, it's funny how golf just evolved so you know nobody plays steel in a driver anymore no and so that transition came and went and then the second domino to fall was well i'm hanging on to steel in my three wood and then that came and went and yep. it's like well I hybrids need, came and went yeah i need steel <laughs> in the hybrid and that came and went so it's it's kind of like the last piece to fall right um and mark makes an excellent point from a design standpoint we just have so much more freedom i mean we can really there's always always a relationship between weight and flex but we can stretch that rubber band pretty pretty long when it comes to designing graphite. So we can make product that's heavy and softer or really light and really stiff. Mm-hmm. So we have the ability to to sort of tweak performance in ways that maybe steel doesn't. Um, and so when you look at that just in a performance perspective, on paper, all of us would look at this and say, like, well, why aren't we playing graphite in irons? We should have been right. doing this a long time yeah. ago. But yeah. it's just one of those things that just takes adoption and it takes time. And um, graphite is always had this sort of stigma of like, ah, you know, it's just, it's light and it's soft and it well, launches the, it The other thing high. too is for, for years and years, and it was true actually at some point in time, you know, people just worried about, it, it's one thing to find a driver and a three wood you like, um, you know, it's one club, you can go through a bunch of different ones and find one you like, but it's, it's a whole different thing to try and find seven clubs that, you know, sure. in a full set of irons that are all consistent. And, you know, a million years ago, you know, graphite just wasn't that consistent. So to get seven, you know, I remember when uh, G. Loomis came out, you know, I had a couple of guys on tour of, you know, Davis Love for a little bit, whatever, and that kind of came came out through a bit. That was a heavy graphite shaft that was super stiff, um, but they weren't very consistent. So trying to get a set, and that kind of came and went. And, and you've seen some other ones out there in, yeah. in graphite. But, you know, the consistency of graphite over the last 30 years has gotten unbelievably better. For sure. Um, so as they get better and better, they're keeping those tolerances within seven set, you know, seven shafts. 
you know, it was getting easier. So absolutely, steel is pretty easy to work with. I mean, steel the only issue you really got in, in trying to keep the quality control is just weight. Yeah, you know, you make yeah. them all the same weight or the same step pattern, they're going to be about the same. It's not necessarily so easy with graphite, but you guys yeah. have gotten better at it. I, I I totally agree, and I think what's interesting with graphite iron shafts, especially in that heavier weight category, um, you know, it's interesting that that there's definitely options out there, and you can some, and we we tested these things to death. Um, you know, shout out shout out to my boy Andrew. He's our full time product tester. He's spent more time with these things than anybody right, on the right. planet. Um, but I, I think what's interesting is sometimes when you get those heavier weight graphites that are really stiff, they're almost too stiff. And you have players that yeah. say, well, yeah, it's heavy and it's stiff, but like, I'm, I'm literally, I need some kind of feel. And when I think where that comes into play is if you look at, I'll just talk about like our line of product. If you look at like a player that plays Ventus TR seven X, you know, black, you know, so that's, that's a player, a pretty beastie that's shaft. a beastie yeah. shaft, right? That's a player that wants to feel minimal flex, minimal movement. They want to attack that golf ball and they don't want to feel like the club is ever getting out of position or bending or deflecting too much. But even the strongest players want to have some ability to finesse their irons. They want yeah, some ability absolutely. to knock shots down, back off, hit the gas when they want to. They want to know that it's stable enough that they really need to hammer something. It works. But, you know, how often are you swinging 110% on a 7-iron? Yeah. You know, it's just it's, yeah. it's kind of one of those things. So behind a tree, that's about it. That's right? about it. And you just try not to break something. Yeah. Well, Self-included. Selfishly, I wanted to talk about this. I'm, I'm ready to make the jump to graphite. Like, I've heard all the stories. I've had many interviews with guys in here now. And it sounds like it's a more consistent product to play. It you is. Know? So I really want to do it. But... I'm afraid I play uh, another brand of golf shaft that isn't Fujikura. I play a steel, a steel product. No, you couldn't have like faked it. Just, like, <laughs> just, you I'm sorry. Have, well, <laughs> I mean, you could have just said I play steel. That would be easier. Yeah, yeah, I play yeah, a steel I golf appreciate shaft. The That's honesty. an easier <laughs> excuse than, uh, yeah, I'm playing <laughs> a different brand. I'm just trying to cover it all up. Um, <laughs> Fair. It's about 120 grams. It's a smooth, smooth feeling golf shaft. Yeah. And it touches on exactly what you said that I can hammer it, it feels good. Mm -hmm. I can lay off it, I can shape it. And I have hit the couple of graphites that I've hit in my weight category, which is going to be this 125, and it right. only comes in the X-Flex right now. Yeah. I'm not confident that I can move it. Like, what have you got to say about this product or how can you build this product to, you know, feel feel good, feel smooth, feel feel like a, an iron shaft? Yeah, that yeah. is a bit of an issue too. I mean, and that's, that's uh, you know, people have run into that. When you start making graphite heavy, um, there's a lot of material sure. and what happens is that, you know, this tip and this is 125 and it, you know, you can't really see it on here, but you know, it's not a lot of space left in there. Right. Um, so what are you doing to make it heavy other than add more material makes it stiffer? I'll give you, I'll give you the, the tech answer. Wrap steel around things. You've got actually the yeah. steel in tube inside like the MCI, but yeah. Uh, so, and it's a hundred percent graphite composite. So I'll give you a kind of a personal anecdote story and then I'll, I'll give you the the kind of more direct question. So the more direct answer is the way that we increase feel is we just really hammer on bend profile. We are really adamant about different parts of the shaft flexing for different players. You see that with our Ventus lineup. You know, we have products that are very stiff in the handle, softer in the handle, very stiff in the tip, lighter in the tip. Right. And that caters to a different type of player. Now, again, when we're looking at an iron, this was another challenge is we're not, you know, necessarily going to make a high launch version, a right. mid launch version, a low launch version. I mean, never say never. We might, but... Um, it's it's kind of a different approach. So this Axiom iron has a lot of Ventus DNA in it, and there's been a lot of attention paid to where it's soft in the handle or where it's softer in the mid or where it's softer in the tip and where it's ultra stiff in sections of the shaft as well. Um, if it mimicked anything in our lineup, I'd say it's it's maybe like a Ventus blue. I don't want to alienate any players with that um, because it's not soft. Right. Um, but that's a lot of how we achieve weight, and flex and feel 
know, we're just we're really diligent about where we place those materials, where we put weight, um, and we take player feedback very much into consideration when, when we talk about stuff. I mean, especially in the 125 category, that was a new venture for us. We felt like it was something that it was a space we wanted to be in, just for the exact reason we're having this podcast right now. It is definitely a conversation, and we feel confident that we make really great graphite composite products, and you know, we want to do it throughout the bag. I think, you know, and this is crazy in the golf industry because I don't know how uh, accurate it is. Mark said earlier, you know, um, graphite's making a huge impact on the, on the ladies' tour, mm-hmm. which is actually more like your average golfer. So that's where most people should be paying attention to what's in the in the bag, right? Sure. But we know that the men's tour really does drive sales. You see it with Ventus, right? Ventus sure. is all over the, the PGA Tour. Yeah. If you can get this in enough guys' bags, I think that's going to change yeah. the paradigm in 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 the well, average. You're starting, some, bags. you're starting to see some graphite on the regular tour. Uh, yeah. You know, it used to be, you know, for years and years there was like one or two guys, mm-hmm. and that's about it, right? And we've done Kuchar stuff for a million years, and we've sent all kinds of graphite stuff in his. And there's a couple other guys that play graphite here and there, but you've never seen, you know, ten or twenty guys playing graphite, and maybe yeah. this is the one that kind of makes the difference. I think what will happen, to be honest. You know, you get a couple dozen guys out there starting to play graphite. Yeah, it, it could just snowball and just yeah, take yeah. over. And, That's what I think. You know, no, I think the interest is there. I think as far as 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 our products, we would never launch anything that we didn't feel comfortably could compete on with the best players in the world. Yeah, um, and that applies to this as well. Um, you know, we'll see. You know, to your to your point, it's it's a bit of a, a slower road, right? Um, and it's also a different process entirely. It's when you're putting driver shafts and fairway wood shafts and play on tour it's very easy to send a bunch of parts they throw a tip on it they try it like meh you know i'll put it in the bag yeah. that's right when you're talking about a set of irons you that's might, a lot of work you yeah, might get yeah, them to hit right, it yeah right. you get them to hit a six or a seven iron you might pique their interest then they're going to want to hit the full bag and they're probably going to spend an entire off season with it because you're looking at a pga tour player that's been playing kind of the same steel shafts basically their whole life yeah and, that, yeah. and that's a little bit of an ask to say we're going to gut the whole bag and start over yeah. um but we do feel confident if we get that opportunity. Um, it may not be for every player, but you know we. It's going to take some time. It's, it's definitely take some it's time a lot and, more and work, work than, than switching a driver shaft yeah, out. And, sure. and, and you know, tour players are, you know, you know, switching a driver and stuff. They get a new shaft or whatever, and it goes a couple of yards higher or a couple, you know, uh, increases their club head speed. Whatever it does, you know, they're, they're happy to throw a driver sure. shaft in. That's easy. But to change a whole set of irons, you know, and how you fly it every different one, and you got three quarter shots and half shots and stuff. That's a longer process. So, sure. so you're right. I didn't think about that, but it'll definitely take a longer time to get this all out there. And then even at the tour level, I mean, you're, you're, you know, one thing that we can't stress enough is especially when you get into better elite players, irons are, are very specific yardages, right? Right. You know, when you look at a tour player, they go, ah, you're seven iron, you know, it goes 20 yards longer. And yeah, nobody like, cares if they get an extra 10 yards yeah, on the driver I, shaft. Yeah. And yeah, yeah give me that. Man. I don't want that. Yeah. Right, but in exactly. the driver, it's, hey, man, we can get you 10 more yards. Like, great. I'll take it. Right. So, um, these are these are very specific clubs to the player to hit specific distances. So you know even uh, when you see uh, OEMs come out with new iron heads, uh, their top tier players are willing to give and take a little bit. All right, this goes a little higher, this goes a little lower, this is a little straighter, but there's still some core things they want to achieve with an iron. Um, so it's kind of a big ask to to yeah. gut the bag. I'm going to rant a little bit here, right? If you're willing to go and put a, a graphite shaft in your putter because you think it's 1%, right? Mm-hmm. And the evidence out there on the graphite iron shafts is that you f- you strike the ball more consistently with a graphite. The way it ovals, the way it deflects is more consistent. Proximity to the hole surely has a much bigger factor than the putter. Uh, you know, the amount of irons or wedges that the guys hit in a day, it's worth mm-hmm. 
putting them in the bag for an off season and having a go, yeah, right? Give it a try. Just put yeah. the work in, like. That, yeah. that could but it will be an off season type thing that people are not going to switch over to from from you know something like dynamic old they've been playing forever right. to something totally different. Sure, you know, in ten minutes or you know, isn't that ironic? Guys, with guys have got new driver shafts and taken it and played it that day, you know, sure. in yeah. a tournament, you know, in, in U.S. Opens and stuff they've switched. Uh, yeah. I, I and irons are going to be a little bit more of a process. Yeah, it's ironic that, like you said, they've been playing a dynamic gold forever. Surely that itself, that sentence, it's been out there forever. Like surely technology's improved in the last yeah, twenty five so, right? years, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I, yeah. I really want to try it. I really, I really hope you get some traction with it on tour. I think it's a very, very cool idea, especially with the way, and I hope people understand that, that build process because having the blanks the way they are, keeping the Velocore on the tip. We'll get into this. We're going to do another podcast on Venter specifically, but Mark and I and anyone at Cool Clubs knows how important that the tip section is to keep the Velocore in there. Right. And what happens when you cut it, the golf shaft changes. Yeah. So we're aware of it. You're obviously aware of it because of how you've designed these irons. So... Um, it's very, very cool. Cool. Yeah. Well, we're excited about it and, um, we're excited to talk about it. It's been, um, being on the product side, it's been, you know, two years of very hush hush. And so now I kind of get to, two to years talk ago about when you it. started this. I mean, barely people knew what Ventus was, right? You didn't have a TR, you didn't have a red, you didn't have a black at that point. This, so you've been uh, working on it for a while. This project has evolved, um, dramatically in a really cool way. Um, and that's a, that's, that is nothing more than a testament to the family that we have at Fujikura is that every single one of us was involved in this process in some form or fashion. Um, and we're all really passionate about the products that we make. And everybody was just, I mean, really into it. Like, um, you know, it's just cool to see the team come together like that. And we ended up with a great product. So it's awesome. I'm excited for you. With thank, you. Yeah, thank you very much. And we look forward to talking about Ventus. The you other got Ventus it. Stuff. Let's do it. Yeah. Right. Thank you. Cheers. Thanks. Thanks.